0: Of course, that is the uh, theme tune for uh, Cheers, the American sitcom that ran for 11 seasons between 1982 and 1993. It's John Fardy's choice for the Cultural Toolbox this week. John, you're very welcome.
1: Thank you, Shane. Yes, indeed. There's great comfort in drink, (laughs) which is essentially what the show is about. Well, no, I'm being a little glib. You know, we talk about TV a lot and you know, this golden age of TV that we're in with the Sopranos and, you know, House of Cards, all that stuff. But, you know... Cheers. Yeah, there.
0: TV did exist before. Yeah,
1: and people forget. Like Cheers is in that great American TV lexicon. You know, it really is. I mean, it it it's such a great, jolly, well written, well filmed, well directed TV show. It Really is.
0: Okay, t- give us. I mean, a lot of people, most people, yeah. you imagine, will know. But just give us the, the premise for the, yeah, the show.
1: It's a bar. In Boston, they were originally going to have it as a hotel and then they thought it was a bit too kind of Faulty Towers, which which, Faulty Towers is kind of in the ether here a small bit. So it takes place in a bar run by a man called Sam Malone, played brilliantly by Ted Dansons, who's a alcoholic, a reformed alcoholic, a baseball player and a womaniser. Into this bar comes Diane Chambers, played brilliantly by Shelley Long, who's a poet, an artist but she has to wait tables. And a Tracy Hepburn romance ensues for the first kind of five seasons around that brilliant relationship are these characters, these barflies, the know-it-alls, the spiky waitress, uh, wonderful characters that are American, but are also Dubliners and Guys, you'd meet any yeah. I mean, there, there, it's it's
0: every bar in the world. It really it? is. That, the, that is probably the strength of it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: exactly. And and I know you hate it when I. put it it's almost like the Billy Joel song, Piano Man, as well. It's those kind of characters in it, you yeah. know, the life's losers, but funny losers, you
0: know. Um it was a huge success.
1: Not, not, not initially. Not initially. No, it, it was in, in the Nielsen ratings, it was like the worst. It was 77th out of 77th rated shows. But that's that's the case in so Like Only Fools and Horses was a bit like that as well. And it's slow from burning. the distance of time you look back and people rave about it now. But I, And it had a lot of famous fans, including people like Kurt Vonnegut. But anyway, it was very slow to take off. But the the critics seemed to like it and the Emmy people seemed to like it and then by about season three that relationship between Ted Danson and Shelley Long was you know it was as I say it was like a modern Tracy Hepburn it was all people could think about the on-offness of it people adored it you know
0: okay what was the, what was the strength of it why, why did it work I mean you mentioned the characters I mean yeah. there were some great characters you know the Cliff character the Norm character um, Frasier Crane of course who, who comes know. in later yeah. on I suppose or, what, or was it the writing was it more the writing that it,
1: it was, it was it was those two things it was like any great TV comedy show it's great writing peopled with great characters and it's when the characters almost overtake a concept. So, if you take something like owning Fools and horse I've probably said this to you before. The idea on paper is, you know, it's two brothers who are wheeler dealers. But then, when you get to the end of Fools and Horses, it's vaguely not about anything anymore. The characters have become themselves so much, and it's the same with Cheers. It's ostensibly about life in a bar, but it it because it was so funny, so well written, had a lot of heart to it as well. There was a lot of sadness in it. Because because you know some of these people were pretty lonely and well, sad Well they were characters. all pretty
0: dysfunctional characters really Yeah absolutely but I mean, they were... would not you wouldn't aspire to be any of them really No would you?
1: Probably not. I mean, Ted Danson back. You know, there was there was a certain quality to him, but no, he was he was probably the most lost of them all, and remained so really till the very end. Why don't we take a little clip? Yeah, by the let's way, do that. this is. I mean, in a way, it was a show of two halves over the eleven years because Shelley Long, the Diane character, left after season five, and it kind of became something else. But we'll talk about that after. Here's Shelley Long and Ted Danson uh, being Sam Malone, being himself. Really, have a listen to this. Sam woman over there is a dear friend of mine now she is going through a very
0: difficult period so whatever she asks you please just say no what
1: no diane yes would you excuse us a moment fine would you object to joining me in my hotel room for an afternoon of wild animal passion (laughs) What's
0: your name? Does it matter? No. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, good stuff, good yeah. stuff. And uh,
1: I, I, you know, I was watching a few again this week and I was laughing out loud, as you are now, you
0: know. Yeah. Um, interesting, the, the laughter there, of course, uh, every show, as as we were told before each show, was filmed in front of a live yeah, studio yeah, audience. And, and it didn't, gra- I mean, sometimes that can grate. Yeah. Uh, but I suppose because it, was it wasn't canned laughter. Maybe. Yeah, it was exactly. January.
1: And, I, well, it, it can be hard to tell. Sometimes, and I'm not, actually sure about this but sometimes when they say films in front of a live audience they do can the laughter as well as using the okay. live laughter You know, right. I know they've done that before but anyway but we should mention by the way en route to the second part of it is Norm I mean the ultimate barfly played brilliantly by George Wendt who's for people might remember he's that kind of burly fellow who just had brilliant lines he had this wife called Vera who you never saw apart from in one episode where they had a massive pie fight and her face was covered with a pipe but you never saw her it was like the English equivalent of Ur and or the American yeah. equivalent to yeah. that you know And just line after line you know women you can't live without them pass the pretzels you yeah. know or you can't but he, live he does them.
0: love her though I mean that's the interesting thing it is a slightly romantic kind of
1: yeah, in a weird kind, of, a way, weird kind of way, I yeah. suppose it is. Yeah, well, she's certain they stuck by each other for all eleven seasons. I, uh, I, I put together some of his greatest hits. Have a listen to this.
0: Evening, everybody. Oh! Oh! Hey, Norm. That's that sudsy amber stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. I've been hearing good things about it. Good <laughs> yeah. evening, everybody.
1: No. Oh! Oh!
0: What can I do for you, Norm? Know. Well, I am going to need something to kill time before my second beer. Uh, how about a first one? You got it. Yeah. What'll it be, Norm? Fame, fortune, fast women? Yeah. How about a beer? Even better. No. How's the search for work going now? I got good news, uh, everybody. I'm no longer looking for a job. Hey! hey! Now begging for one. Hey! Well, bars can be very sad places. Some people spend their whole lives in a bar. Just yesterday, some guy sat right here next to me for 11 hours. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, pretty, uh, yeah. pretty. So, I mean, there was... I mean, the, the, some of the lesser characters, uh, yeah. Verticom as lesser characters, became just as important. The other incident you yeah. touched on this earlier... It managed to get over the loss of of central characters yeah. without because dilu- it does happen in shows and it often yeah. dilutes it. I mean, you mentioned the two parts. I mean, you had you had uh, the the two female leads, Kirstie you, Alley. Though. Yeah, you also had the the, the barman sidekick because yeah. Coach, of course, passed away. Passed in away in real life as well. Yeah. yeah, and then replaced by Woody Harrelson. Seem- pretty
1: seamlessly. Yeah, and you know, there's great stories about him. He had a job on Broadway, so he said he went into the audition thinking, you know what, I'm on Broadway, it doesn't matter if I don't get this. And he said it was a great lesson for him because he just kind of went in and played the gormless guy and he was couldn't wait for lunchtime and they just thought he's brilliant. You know, and there's great stories as well about at the height of his fame on the set, you know, women just seemed to adore him and he took every advantage of that adoration. And he And He seemed like a wonderful kind of... Presence on the set. They just said he was a joy to to work with. But what had happened was indeed yes. Um, When she left, they were trying to uh, uh, Shelley Long what they were going to do, and they brought in Kirsty Alley, which was brilliant casting. And she was she was actually thought she was better.
0: Yeah, well, she was
1: probably funnier.
0: Yeah, and the Shelley Long character was so good, she was actually a little too irritating. Yeah, you know? exactly.
1: And offset in real life, apparently, you know, they the Fraser Cain character, Kelsey Grammer, they had real problems with her. She she started, one of the writers said a while ago, she started to see herself as Lucille Ball and she wanted a lot of control and stuff. So there was almost a greater union among the actors, both on and off screen, when, when Kirsty and Woody Harrelson came.
0: Now, you, you don't wear your philosophy degree lightly, I think it's fair to My say. My philosophy? Philosophy
1: master's degree. How many times do I have to clear this up?
0: So I'm amazed you haven't mentioned it. I mean, ultimately, Cheers is a story about class, isn't it?
1: Wow. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I thought of that. That's in my notes. Uh, Well, I
0: mean, you have the, you know, the sort of the upper class, very well educated, uh, Diane, uh, uh, Frasier. Versus the, you know, the more kind of down at heel, blue collar...
1: Yeah, I, I suppose I hadn't really thought about you know not to get an early bed. That's more a sociological concern, my, Which my is why I'm expertise. amazed. You didn't, well, yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. So, but no, well, yeah. no, you're right. It is, it is. I suppose a study in class, or it's saying you know this is this is the the world here in this one room yeah. bar. Be they be they rich or be they intellectual or just be they former baseball players and barflies and stuff. But it has that almost Shakespearean thing as well, where like the supposedly uneducated, like Norm or like Cliff, are some of the cleverest people there despite their lack of formal education you know
0: okay Uh, in terms of sort of favourite episodes I mean there's been there's been so many of them but I always liked the ones where they they had the feud with the there was a a rival bar across town and
1: they introduced that particularly after Kirsty Alley came they were great ones the ones where Frazier came to his fore I I love those and his wife Lilith entered who was this cold fellow psychoanalyst as well the ones with Woody I mean, where where he came into his own, are just hilarious. Here's here's a clip with Woody and Kirstie Alley just to show how it still continued to work after Diane left.
0: I, on the other hand, am a nervous wreck.
1: What's the matter, Rebecca?
0: Well, I knew I was going to
1: have to take care of the dog, but I didn't know it was going to be in a place that was huge and kind of like a mausoleum and it stuck way out in the middle of the moors.
0: There are no moors in Massachusetts.
1: I think they had them flown in or something. (laughs) The point is... This place is big and scary, and I really hate it. Oh, and to make matters even worse, last night the only thing I could get on television was this movie about this young, beautiful, dark haired woman that was all alone in this deserted house. And hey, what about that scene where the guy cuts her
0: head off? <laughs> Woody, he please. I mean, there's no way her head's gonna come off in one clean cut like that. <laughs> Believe me, I've seen my uncle butcher hogs, and you have to hack and hack. And hack. And when the gardener got
1: it... Woody, that's enough.
0: All right, don't spoil the ending for everybody else. <laughs> hey, but when you see it, take my advice and turn away when you hear... Uh, um, you Woody! Know, you know I always like to, to put in To a, do a but, yeah. A, a but. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, look, it, I, I accept it's hard to come up with a but for, for cheers. Yeah. But... Please don't say <laughs>
1: has it dated.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's the thing I wonder about Frasier was the was the the, the spin off from yeah, it yeah. and I think probably slightly better than that. I mean I, I, but I could watch episodes of Frasier to this day I mean they yeah. still come on and I still watch them I'm not sure I'd go back and watch large tracks of cheers
1: well you know we did do about a year ago Frasier in the cultural book, so it has its own place so I adore Frasier I suppose this is representative of a time when TV and I mean this in the nicest possible way was less clever yeah. Self referential. I mean, in Fraser, you have jokes about Freud and all sorts of stuff like that. This is yeah, straight it's, ahead. It's, it's you know, D- Dickensian
0: conditions, more like Angie, Angie Dickensian conditions, that, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, it was yeah. Yeah, self regard. Yeah, maybe yeah. it was just clever.
1: Yeah, maybe, but but, but no less funny, I would say. And, and, and in terms of watching large tracks of it, as I say, I watched a good few of them this week and I did laugh.
0: Okay. Uh, good stuff John Fardy as ever thanks for coming in you. your cultural toolbox that's our lot for today Off the Ball is up next big day of sport ahead I can't wait All Ireland football day my favourite day of the year I'm like a kid in a candy store up the dubs Uh, Okay, yeah I think I'll go along with that Uh, just time for me to thank uh, Aidan McKelvey who researched Stephen Jordan who produced we'll be back next Sunday at 10am have a great All Ireland Sunday